I've got a question for you guys. If Netflix only gave you one movie or TV show to watch at a time, and you had two buttons, one that said, yes, watch this movie now, and the other button that said, no thanks, next choice, do you think that Netflix would be more or less successful? Welcome to Conversion Marketing Radio, uncovering the secrets of how to convert your dream clients into paying customers. If you're here to learn about maximizing conversions for your business without wasting money on vanity results, consider subscribing to this podcast. And now, here's your host, Ben Wilson. (laughs) Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you doing today? You know, I've been thinking about this topic for quite some time now. In fact, I wrote it out several months ago before I ever considered making a podcast or anything, and I just felt like I needed to get it out there, and so I wrote it out for myself initially, and uh, I'm excited to share it with you now and for myself to go through and dive deeper into the entire concept, uh, knowing that I'm sharing it with other people. So I've got a buddy who I consider to actually be a really good friend of mine. He's a phenomenal marketer. In fact, he is probably one of the best sales funnel builders in the entire world. Um, You might have heard his name. It's Steve Larson. He's got his own podcast called Sales Funnel Radio. If you haven't checked it out yet, definitely hop over there ASAP. He drops some amazing content every single week that is literally life-changing. So um, when he first started his podcast, I was honored to actually be the very first person that he interviewed. At least that's what he tells me. Hopefully that's still true, Stephen. Um, So... I was doing a uh, like a new business venture at the time with uh, two other friends of mine, and as Stephen was starting this, um, and I was telling him about some of the successes he wanted to do an interview. So here's what was uh, going on uh, with that business venture. So we just launched a minimum viable product, an MVP, to actually test and see if it was going to work out. And right after we launched, I mean, I'm talking minutes after launching, there was an absolute proven model that we thought, wow, this is going to be so successful. So in that first day, we sold $8,000 worth of products. And in fact, it was like 24 hours. Our site shut down. We had so many people on it at that time. And uh, what came to find out was we had 50,000 unique visitors in that very first month. The craziest part of all, it was without spending a single penny on advertising. So you're probably asking what we did. If you want to learn more, check it out on Steven's podcast um, because this side of the story goes a little different way. So if you want to see the happy side of it, check out his podcast of when we first started um, and then you can hop back over here and hear the rest of the story um, because it's great. It's so good. So... My then business partners and I thought we had proven our idea and that this was really going to take off. We could replicate it over and over and over again and just crush it. And so what we did is we took two months improving our website. We took and took quality pictures. We paid um, to license a ton of awesome pictures and videos to make sure that we looked legit. In fact, we also listed more than 500 products from various suppliers around the world and making sure that we also had unique, interesting, 
awesome stuff that was similar to other top brands in the industry. Our goal was to make um, our company look and appear as if we were this massive brand that people had never heard of. In fact, we actually <laughs> branded it like we were from uh, the UK. Figured that was going to be pretty attractive to people, thinking we've got a fashion clothing line coming in from a whole um, like a fashion capital of the world, and people would suddenly start tailgating to it. These were all these massive assumptions that we had made. We had proven the hypothesis. We really thought we were onto something just huge. So it took 15 hours a day, six days a week, and we did this for eight weeks. I literally coded like one of the best, most technical websites I've ever made without uh, really even studying much about code. This thing had advanced searching capabilities. I mean, it was on par with other brands in this who were just leading this industry. It probably could even compete with like an Amazon on the search functionality. It was so good. I couldn't have been more proud of that type of, uh, of level of coding. Um, and here, here's that twist, right? You've been waiting for it. So with all that preparation, the big launch, with the expectation to double, even triple our sales of, from our initial uh, minimum viable product launch and testing that out, we were ready for the traffic to come in. We made sure that products could be sent out smoothly and timely as ever. And you guessed it, it failed. It flopped harder than any soccer player trying to get any attention from the referees. I mean, this thing just plummeted. So <laughs> um, for several weeks, we waited and we, uh, we, tr we tried all these different ways to make sure that visitors were coming in. However, even checking our analytics, it wasn't the amount of traffic that was our problem. It wasn't our bounce rate. It wasn't even the amount of time spent on the website. I mean, we, in fact, we actually had like 11 minutes um, of time spent on the site. And back in 2015, that's pretty much what people were spending on Facebook. I mean, we're talking Facebook, right? The social interacting website like that enables personal indulgence for entertainment and snooping on old high school and college friends and judging your life against theirs. I mean, it was insane the amount of time that people were spending on our site. So I started reading more and more and trying to figure out where did I go wrong? Like, what did I overlook? And I went and checked all the big blogs, like the big businesses out there. And they said, here's all the key indicators for success. And here's what leads to sales. And everything matched up. It perfectly made sense. Except for the fact that we literally weren't getting any sales. So <laughs> after closely examining our analytics for several days, uh, you know, really the stats show that our visitors would go through just about every single page on our site looking over like the 500 products that we had and our sales were so low. This was such a mystery. We targeted the exact audience. We had social media influencers sending traffic. We lowered our prices even, but like below any competitor. I mean, we're talking like one fourth of the price of what you could get stuff elsewhere. We had an amazing website with like all the search functionalities and it wasn't putting our it wasn't until uh we put our business on or that business venture on the back burner 
that the light bulb went off, right? Moved on to something else and uh, was seeing success in other places, trying something completely different. And it wasn't until a few months later that really this light bulb went off. Like I had this big epiphany. And I realized our problem was the fact that we just literally had too many options to choose from. I mean, if you think about it, the decisions that our visitors made at the end of the day were was to decide to actually not buy anything, right? It wasn't to decide on like, yes, I'm going to buy something. No, I'm not going to buy something. It was literally it was just too much to, to look at. They would spend this time, they were window shopping and not actually buying a single thing or very, very little things. I and mean, we even had upsells that happened later or cross-sells and things that were you know, targeted later on um, so that we could get more and more sales out of it. But even that first part, there were just too many choices. And eventually, the choice for them was to leave the site because you know it was just too much to take out their credit card. Or they just felt like they can come back and... Uh, you know, they could buy it later. So does this sound like a familiar problem? I mean, have you ever gone and watched a film or like a movie uh, from any like streaming company, like a Netflix, a Hulu, Amazon, you sit there and you go through all the different movie options until minutes, even maybe even hours later pass by and you still haven't selected a movie to watch. If you finally snap, uh, you might be brave enough to finally pick up or to pick something uh, new to watch or you probably are more like me and uh, end up picking something that you already watched before because you know you're going to like it. It's going to be entertaining and um, you don't really know where to take this new risk out on, right? So if you don't want to start a movie and have it just suck, right? So I've literally sat there for hours before too. That's the other part, as I've sat there for so long and the time that I allotted myself for entertainment was just over. Before I even picked something, I just literally looked through so many movies uh, until I actually had to just turn off the TV and get back to work. And so my question is, has <laughs> anyone else done this before? Have you been in this situation? I mean, maybe I'm the only one out there who just has a hard time picking a Netflix show to watch or uh, picking something to eat. I mean, there's a lot of different things that when it comes to decisions and the more choices there are, it's harder to pick because everything starts to kind of blend together. So in spite of this, and uh, after sitting there for so many nights uh, of not being able to select a movie and also then thinking of this, um, this problem that we had in our uh, business venture, I've coined the term the Netflix dilemma to really hone in on this on this issue. So we have a difficult time selecting products because there's literally just too many to choose from, right? If there's two products to choose from, let's say like one was uh, a hamburger or a pizza, right? You can't jump in there and start thinking, okay, well, the options are tacos, um, burritos, and then different kinds of burgers, and then you've got different kinds of pizzas. I mean, if you think of it, if, if you guys have ever been to, uh, what is that place? The Cheesecake Factory. Their menu is huge. It's the hardest thing to choose from. I feel like every time I've got to tell the waitress to come back and give me another minute because they've got so many things and i got to decide on, well, do I want um, something from this entire section 
do I want a salad? And if so, do I like what kind of salad? And then you, you've got to start narrowing it down as opposed to places like an in and out So they've got, you know, five options to choose from and they're all pretty much the same. It just depends on the small differences. So as a business owner, how does this apply to you? You start thinking the way that I had to come to that first epiphany of realizing there's this dilemma out there with choice. And when you've got too many options to choose from, as a customer, the choice you end up making is just literally to come back or now's not the time. And there's nothing that's going to uh, really bring you or suck you in because you just feel like it's just there. You know, it's people are browsing around. They're just window shopping on your site. So as a business owner, what you can do is if you learn of this dilemma early in your business, or even if it's now that you're learning of it, wherever you're at, you start to hone in and figure out what kind of landing pages you can set up that have just specific offers. Uh, we'll talk more about sales funnels. I'm going to see if I can get Steven Larson on the show to talk all about his sales funnels and explain it even more in depth. I mean, he's literally one of the best teachers of this, like I said, in the entire world. So I'm going to leave it to him. We'll come back to it, but at least opening up and starting to figure out early on of these different kinds of choices and looking at your business now and letting your subconscious start running through and figuring out um, on the back end, what can you start to change in your own business to become more successful, to create more conversions inside of it? I, something that we started to do was hone in as one product, one service, one different kind of a solution for each and every different type of visitor that we wanted to our site and started going through questionnaires and having uh, different values that people could come to. It wasn't until literally failing and it felt like falling on my face from like 10,000 feet up. It hurt so bad because at the time we needed the cash. It sucked just, uh, just feeling like you had it dialed in and then all of a sudden not being able to figure out until you literally have to put it on the back burner. And we actually haven't gone back and, and still haven't brought it back up. It's, um, I think it's just uh, too much of a pain point, And I think there's, there's so many other value, uh, valuable options to get into later. So as a business owner, there's a couple questions that I wrote down that you, you want to start looking at your own business, right? Ask yourself if you would buy from your own website. Like literally take yourself through your own process, browse through all the pages. What kind of visitor would you be? And can you eliminate any type of variables or different choices and, and start giving people uh, option A or option B? There's no option C. You can either decide A, B, or leave. And from that point, you can then start targeting exact customers. So the next thing I want to ask you is, are you showing your customers everything you have to offer up front? Right? Are you taking them through and saying, hey, anything you need, like we can supply? Um, this obviously is going to be an issue because they feel drowned out. Right? Imagine a person showing up to your door and instead of selling you a single product, they literally open like this massive suitcase and they're like, hey, you want any of these things? Like, I'm just walking around the neighborhood offering whatever you want, right? It's like you, you take a look through our bags and uh, we'll take a look. Like, obviously, you're not going to do that. So with your website, why would you do the exact same thing, right? You're just literally offering a bag to whichever visitor comes and 
saying, well, take a look, right? We've got different categories and different sections, but for the most part, good luck, right? The, the next one is you need to help your customer make that decision. So in order to help them take out their credit card, you've got to entice them to do it. And you got to be solving their problem and showing how that specific product or that service, whatever it is that your business does to that visitor, they are coming there expecting something. And if you want their credit card to come out and to be dialed into your system, you've got to help them make that decision by offering them one thing at a time. I mean, it's, it's going to be scary at first. It literally, when uh, Steve was telling me about this, I I was like, man, I don't know that we can do that. It just feels like you're limiting yourself. And if they come to your website and you're paying for that traffic and that whatever that product is that they land on and it's not it, uh, you feel like you're just going to you're going to waste all of it. But it wasn't until literally taking the jump, leaping out there, trying it out on a whole new different business venture. And we were successful in the first weekend of trying it this way. I mean, it was it was just the fact that you've got to take that risk, try it out. I mean, if you have to build a whole other website to try this out, do it. It's absolutely worth it. Split test what we're talking about and uh, see if it's going to work inside of your business. This is, this is something that I noticed was my issue in my business. And this might be the exact issue that's preventing your visitors from becoming your customers. So, I just want to leave you with that today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. That wraps up today's show. And until next time, keep hustling, keep improving, and most of all, keep converting. 